0: I got my backpack on. I got my fucking carry on over here in this hand. I have a piece of art from the convention, anime art in this hand. I'm literally just like trying to get into seats to let people pass because now I'm in a situation where my seat is three rows up and there's like 30 people coming on the plane. So I'm fucking stuck. And it's very small plane. And you're full weeb right now. (laughs) Full weeb and I got all my shit and I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do? This is a very strenuous and stressful situation. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sunday sauce. We let the sauce simmer for a little bit extra time this week. It's Monday. Happy Memorial Day. Everybody's out getting drunk right now, hanging out at barbecues. But me and Phil, we are sitting in our cozy offices ready to deliver a high quality podcast that you can all listen to when you get home and you're drunk tonight. So that's good. It's
1: actually a good fact.
0: You know, we're we're providing the people with what they want. The sauce. I've been getting DMs left and right. Vinny, where's the pod? Why is there no pod this week? I'm like, listen, you got to check the community tab. The community tab is the cupboard. You know what I'm saying? If you if you want to make some sauce, if you want to have some sauce, you got to make sure that you have the freaking ingredients. You got to make sure you have the spices, the pasta, the sauce, the tomatoes. Nobody's
1: looking in there though. <laughs>
0: Check the cover. Check the community tab. How you doing, Phil? I know you got a lot on your plate right now. You got a lot going on. You're working on a lot of things. And then once you fill me in on how you're doing, I'll tell you about my crazy weekend because I am hurting today. I'm very puffy and sore and sleepy.
1: Mm. You know, I kind of feel like a kid who's in summer school because it doesn't help when I go on Instagram. Yeah. Snapchat. I don't really use Snapchat, but I see everyone out and about going to barbecues. Mm-hmm. We live on Long Island. There's a beautiful sound. I see people out in Montauk getting lit. Spice seltzers, fun. burgers, dogs, you name Boats. it. Oats, oats, okay. <laughs> Birds. Sunbathing, I mean, walking the dogs. Everyone's showing off. And I mean, I can't really say much, but I'm working on a behemoth. Have you? A literal magnum opus. And I'm just, I got blackout curtains in here. It's like 85 degrees outside i'm a little sad i, I want to go out and have i fun. hear you man this is the fomo
0: cast right here fear of missing out for those that don't know you know everybody's doing their thing today and we're working i am not working on a behemoth of a video but i have an absurd amount of videos to do today i have to do the podcast i gotta do two soul links with dylan i gotta do two Nintendo videos with my boy ryan aka king corfish which by the way launching very very soon philion i know you're gonna be excited about that <laughs> when <laughs> soon i know that's a okay. vague term but I'm, you know, I'm hoping for this weekend, maybe next weekend. The three videos, the three core are done. I don't want to sit here and talk about Nintendo for a while, though, because I've been I've been teasing it too much. I got to just get it done and get it out there, you know? Like right. Nike, just do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I went to uh, Boston this weekend for an anime convention, and I mentioned earlier that I feel puffy. I don't know if you feel like this, but... When you go on like a mini trip or any sort of vacation and you're, you're doing a lot of walking and you're burning a lot of calories, but at the same time you're going out to eat for every meal and you just, you're just eating a lot, man. You know, like we were averaging 10,000 to 15,000 steps on this trip, but we were also averaging probably about 3000 freaking calories a meal. I mean, I was, I was in my glory over there in Boston, Phil. I was eating like a freaking behemoth. And uh, now I'm home, there? and I'm paying the price for it, dude. I'm just I'm I'm achy. My back hurts. My my cheeks. I feel like a chipmunk today. Maybe I don't look puffy, but I feel it. How was the food? Was it good? It was very good. Boston's a beautiful city, especially where we were by the uh, anime convention. Just really like pretty apartment buildings and really nice skyscrapers and friendly people. You know. So what do you what do you do at an
1: anime convention?
0: Oh, dude, it's awesome. So there's first of all, you can cosplay if you want. <laughs> Which we didn't cosplay for this con, but there's a convention coming up in Canada in July that we will be doing a cosplay for. Me and Kylie are probably going to do Serena and Ash, which are two Pokemon characters, obviously. And what you can do is you just meet people, you take photos, you see different um, cosplays. That's what the costumes are called, cosplays. And there's a main floor called the dealer's room where people put up um, different stands and sell shirts like i'm wearing this shirt right here i got this at the convention this goes hard as fuck demon slayer it's my boy tanjiro over here you can get uh art on the art floor that's like pins and you know different posters and stuff like that little figurines you can also go to different shows and contests and different panels and honestly it's just a really fun thing to go to if you're a fan of anime and they have cons for everything literally there's twitch con which obviously is for streamers there's um different anime cons there's PAX, which is for like gamers and stuff like that so if you ever want to meet new friends and new people and just explore check out a convention that's up your alley that's for your niche and give it a go we're doing awa in atlanta in october phil and the question is will you be there i'm asking i'm asking like six months in advance out here my guy what month is this this would be halloween weekend
1: if you're asking this far out, I mean...
0: I mean, you gotta say yes, right? It's not like you can be like, oh, I, I got a thing. Which, I understand it's Halloween weekend, you might have a thing. You know, a lot of people like to do holiday parties. You know, Halloween parties and whatnot. Right. But it'd be the perfect excuse for you to throw on a costume. I mean, you're a tall guy with long hair, there's a lot of cosplays you could do. Listen, if I make it
1: that far, then we'll reassess. Like, make it that out. far in life? Like, <laughs> what, are you gonna die from this new video? uh it might be the end of me but uh i'm not even working on it yet because i got some other deadlines too but indeed story of our
0: lives as youtubers man we got deadlines we got homework assignments phil we got to meet these uh meet these deadlines
1: well i was chilling at my grandma's pool yesterday because i needed a break and i was like i'm just gonna start treating work as like school right mm. just oh i have homework to do and as if like the teacher is like my audience. You know what I mean? Okay. It, it makes things a lot more. I don't know. It, it it translates the pressure into something more relatable because there is no way to describe like what we do. Yeah,
0: it's definitely a good thing to uh, have like cutoff points with work because. Obviously, all the work that we do is involved with online content creation, social media, et cetera. If you can give yourself a hard out, like say, yo, at 9 p.m. each day, I'm done. Like, I'm not looking at my phone. I'm not tweeting. I'm not on Instagram. I'm just focused with my family and my friends and my dogs, and I'm chilling. You will lead a healthier and more fulfilling life. I'll tell you that. Do you
1: think it would be more productive?
0: Yes, I think so, because you get the time off, then it makes you want to work harder the next day. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I got to take my own advice because I've been doing the streak for well over a thousand days, well over three years, and I think it's time to just put it down and, you know, have some time off. But every time I say that and then I go to do it, I'm just like, ah, well, I could stream today, you know? It's just like a part of my my blood at this point. It's just who you are. It's who I am. I'm not making the content, Phil. I am the content. There you go. I had a really awkward uh encounter not encounter a really awkward situation happened to me on the flight back from uh from boston also i just want to give a a hack to anybody out there that travels even if you don't travel often this could help you so and maybe a lot of people know this but i think we briefly talked about it on the podcast in a previous episode but i finally utilized this skill wait let's strategy
1: we have to make a segment here what's the name of your travel podcast again i forgot what we said
0: vinnie vinnie planes (laughs) <laughs> Let's just call it Vinny Plains. Vinny Plains. All right, so what's what's going on? Welcome back to the Vinny Plains podcast. Today, I'm going to give you guys some tips and tricks on how to make your traveling experience just a little bit easier. So I get to the airport, and me and Kylie were at two opposite terminals, which sucked. So we had to say goodbye and then both go through our respected... Security lines, yeah, it was fucking rough, man. Well, cause she was she was going back to Canada and I was coming back to New York, and one is an international terminal, one's domestic or whatever. I thought you were both going together. No, no, yeah. So that sucked, Which I hate saying goodbye. I hate goodbyes from Dove and Dover. I can't stand it, especially at airports. Saying goodbye at the airport is just it's sad. However you slice it, but anyway, so I go to the security line and I get through. And what you should do if you're at the airport pretty early, let's say, so for example, I got through security, I think it was like six, and my flight was at 8.59 to come back to New York. Now, what you should do is check on the, uh, the board if there's any flights for your airline that haven't taken off yet. And then you go to that gate and you talk to the person working behind the desk and you say, hey, I'm on this flight at 8.59, is there any way that I can get on this 7 p.m.? And what they'll do is they'll put you on the standby list, okay? So then you get a ticket that says uh, seat requested, and they're like, listen, we can't guarantee anything, but right now you are the first person that did ask to get on standby. Just sit down. I'll call you up if anything changes. So I'm like, okay, this is the first time I'm doing this. Friends of Kylie told us to try this. So I'm sitting down now, and I'm waiting for maybe like 15 minutes, and I'm like, this is cool, because if they call me, I get to leave early. If they don't call me, I'm still early for the flight. That's at 8.59. I can just chill at this gate for now. 20 minutes later, they called me up. They got me a seat, and I was able to leave almost two hours. No. Yeah, almost two hours earlier. My math is simple. Well, yeah, it's it's dope because if you're ever at the airport, you're just sitting there with your dick in your hand, and you want to fucking leave, check the standby. Because you could get lucky and get the hell out of there. But it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows, Phil. Oh, here we go. So here on the Vinnie Plains podcast, sometimes things go wrong on the plane. Yeah, we get
1: some turbulence.
0: All right, so this is some life turbulence right here. I get on the fucking plane, and for whatever reason, there was no overhead storage from a carry-on where I was sitting. So okay. immediately I panic, and I'm like, okay, I don't know where the fuck I'm going to put this. Let me try to go back and see if there's any overhead storage bins that are available in the next upcoming seats. There wasn't. Spoiler alert. So now I'm in the situation where I'm holding... I got my backpack on i got my fucking carry-on over here in this hand i have a piece of art from the convention anime art in this hand and i'm literally just like trying to get into seats to let people pass because now i'm in a situation where my seat is three rows up and there's like 30 people coming on the plane so i'm fucking oh, no. stuck and it's a very small <laughs> plane And you're full weeb right now. (laughs) Full weeb, and I got all my shit, and I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? This is a very strenuous and stressful situation. So eventually I'm like, okay, well, I got to make a move here because I'm not going to be able to walk past people with just my body, let alone holding all this shit. So I find an overhead bin. And I put the stuff in the bin. Now what I'm doing is fucking musical chairs. I'm standing in this seat, letting people pass by. And then when people would be like, yo, that's my seat, I'd have to go, oh, fuck, sorry, man. Get up. (laughs) Let them sit down. Now I'm hiding in the seat to the right. Trying to get back to my seat, which was 10A. That's where I was sitting. Now we're just in a clusterfuck. And one guy... You could tell this man was a leader. I respected this man. He was like, guys, could you hold up the line for a second? This dude has to get to his seat. And I turned to him. I said, thanks, man. You should be a flight attendant. I appreciate that. I walked to the front. I sit down in my seat. Now I just feel awkward because I just, you know, started a fucking commotion over there. And I'm yep. just, I'm sitting. And I'm like, man, that was very uncomfortable. And I've been flying, dude, this whole year. I, I fly a lot. I'm a frequent flyer, okay? Trying to get that diamond medallion for Delta. But... That's always my biggest fear, that I'm going to end up stuck on this fucking plane with my luggage and I won't be able to put it in an overhead bin. That's why I love to get on the planes as soon as possible, because then you can just put your shit up there and you have nothing to worry about. It's Vinny Planes, everybody. Vinny Planes. <laughs> Subscribe. Merch coming soon. It's going to be me and my face on the front of a plane like that just flying through the air so yeah it was awkward have you ever been in like an awkward travel situation or maybe even open the floor to just awkward situation in general where you just felt like you wanted to just die right there on the spot just melt melt away from sheer Mm -hmm. embarrassment
1: i'm trying to think this one time traveling i think i talked about this on the pod though There was this really drunk guy on the plane and he just started screaming and he had to get removed and everyone started clapping and shit. Mm -hmm. I was a little uncomfortable, but, um,
0: but you can't think of a time where like you did something or said something in public and you just like wanted to shrink to Ant-Man size and run away.
1: No, I think I'm pretty careful with what I say. That's
0: pretty legit. Yeah, no, because with in this instance, it wasn't even a matter of saying something awkward. It was just I was put in this position where I didn't think on my feet fast enough, and I was stuck in this row of seats, and I had to keep bouncing from one seat to the next. And luckily, it was good. What I ended up doing, by the way, if you want to know how I ended up getting my bag, because obviously it was many rows behind me. I just waited till the whole plane, pretty much the whole plane got off, and then I ran back there, grabbed it, and then got off the plane. So that was mm. that was something. My Uber driver was really cool on the way home. He had like a bunch of chargers that had like red LEDs that were spiraling all the way to the front console.
1: I was like, "Yo, this is some futuristic shit." I love when Uber drivers just like have the nice setup for the passenger. Mm-hmm. You know, here's another Sometimes, sometimes you, you get those Ubers.
0: Can you get the? Can you eat the candy that they have in there, like the snacks and water bottles?
1: I'm not touching
0: that. (laughs) Here's the thing. I never touch the candy, but sometimes I get in an Uber and I'm like, oh, the water, the water, the water. I'm like, I'm kind of thirsty. And you know what? My sweet tooth is acting up a little bit. I would like some chocolates. If you were an Uber driver, would you have chocolates in your car? (laughs) Chocolate wouldn't be my go to because chocolate could melt. But I usually keep my car pretty cool. I would definitely have water bottles for people and I wouldn't charge, you know, complimentary on the house. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, if you take a water, I would just hope that you give me a nice rating. That's it. That's all I need. I'm a simple guy. <laughs> I'm a very simple and clean guy. And I'm especially clean down there by my dick and balls, Phil. And you can also be clean down there with the help of today's sponsor. This podcast episode is brought to you by Manscaped.
1: Attention listeners, are you ready to be blown away? woo that was nice. You asked for it and they listened. Our friends over at Manscaped just relaunched the ultra smooth package. It's back, baby. Your new favorite tool and complement to the Lawnmower 4.0 to keep your boys smooth while looking and feeling their best. This specialized groin shaving kit is here to help you buff, protect, and shave your most sensitive areas. It's time to crop that bush of yours and get right to the roots with a discount just for you from Manscaped.com. Get 20% off plus free shipping at Manscaped.com with the code SAUCE.
0: Now, the legends who introduced the electric Ball hair trimmer are bringing back their razor so you can be set and trimmed from front to back. My dudes, you no longer have to borrow your lady's razor for that precise
1: trim. Step one grab your handy lawnmower 4.0 and give your boys the classic trim to your liking to get the loose hairs out of the way, and then take out the Manscaped Ultra Smooth package to make your package the perfect package this summer.
0: Now, step two, use the crop exfoliator infused with ingredients that can soothe clear and keep the skin on and around your groin feeling refreshed. The crop exfoliator can help reduce the risk of ingrown hairs in your
1: delicate places. Step three, crop gel. See where you are shaving with our unique clear shaving gel just for the groin. With four essential oils, it's like a spa treatment every time you shave.
0: Step four, it's time to shave. The Crop Shaver was designed for shaving the groin area with confidence. Three precision blades include extra wide lubricating strips and a pivoting head for the
1: ultimate groin grooming experience. The Crop Shaver is not your average razor. It's smaller, thicker, with a micro comb bar that allows for the best shave possible from any angle. Beach balls are meant to be smooth and now yours can be too.
0: And all three of these are vegan, cruelty-free, and sulfate-free products included so you know that your manhood is in good hands
1: and without compromise. It's time to get up close and personal with the best tools for the job, the Ultra Smooth Package from Manscaped.
0: Now get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SAUCE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code SAUCE at manscaped.com. Smooth out your fellas with the relaunched Ultra Smooth Package from the fellas at Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. And thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring this podcast you're looking you're looking lean my guy
1: i know i'm like 210 which is like five pounds under what i usually float at how does that feel being five pounds under what you're usually at i feel weak to be Mm, honest like a little scrawny yeah it just doesn't help that like i haven't lifted in a long ass time but like i went to go sign up to a gym and i walked in and there's literally like 30 kids staring at me like like a fucking zoo animal. And I was just like, either they know who I am or like it was just awkward. Like they were all like the age range too, where I was like, ah, I can't be here. Interesting. So I I literally was like, ah, I'm gonna build a home gym.
0: Are you really? <laughs> Is that the new plan? Yeah, in my garage. Home gym goes hard. I still need to bring over the weights from my parents' house, which by the way, my parents are doing like a car wash today. Everyone's cars are getting washed. My mom was like, Hey, do you want us to wash your car? I was like, how much, LOL? And she hasn't responded yet. <laughs> I got I to gotta compensate my mom. If she's going to come yeah. over here and clean the whip, you know? Because I, I just, like we said earlier, I just can't leave the house today. I got so much shit I got to do. And then maybe tonight I could sit on the stoop. That's the energy that I love about being an adult. You could just sit on a stoop and chill. You
1: can't do yeah. that when
0: you're a kid. I sit on the back deck and I just chill. The back deck, baby. That's what's up. But yeah, I saw on TikTok today, right before we started recording... There was this really jacked guy walking on an incline and apparently great way to burn fat after your workout three to four times a week. You just walk for 30 minutes on an incline and walking in Boston this weekend really made me just kind of fall in love with walking. It's very simple. It's just it makes you just feel nice. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Are you really going to get like sliced and diced just from an incline walk? I guess so, right? Calorie burning is calorie burning. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. Do you prefer more intensive cardio or a more chill, laid back? Tell me how
1: your weekend was going cardio. Well, when I'm doing like running training, I like the intermediate runs. I don't like the super long runs and I don't like the short, fast runs. Mm-hmm. I like the steady state at like 70, 75% intensity, if that makes sense. I get
0: you. I saw my uh, my Apple watch. Actually, still right now, there's this run going on on the Nike Run Club app that's just called the 555 seconds run you literally just run for 555 seconds 555
1: how many minutes is that
0: so the overview if you guys want to know by the way I've never taken advantage of the Nike Run Club running uh workouts that they have like there's a bunch you can click a bunch of different ones and then they give you the overview and then you can like mm-hmm. download them to your device so it says, this run isn't measured in minutes, and it's not measured in distance. This run is measured in seconds. Why? Why not? Join Nike running global head coach Chris <laughs> Bennett for the 555 seconds run. Measuring Dude, I think I success, know Chris Bennett. Chris Bennett. I feel like he talks to you at the end of a lot of runs, right? He does, yeah. His is Coach Chris. You crushed it today. <laughs> Measuring uh, success as many ways as you can is one of the ways to make sure you're not only experienced more success, but also don't overlook success. So let's go celebrate 555 seconds of running. And it says a guided five, five, five second run. That's nine minutes and 15 seconds of running. So it's interesting. I guess the Nike approach in a lot of ways, at least on the run club app is the, the fact, and they say this to you a lot when you're done running, even if you get out there and run for like five minutes they want you to do that. And that's really good because it's five more minutes than you would have ran if you, if you didn't run.
1: Yeah. I think coach Bennett, cause I started the Nike run club guided runs when I first started getting back into the half marathon training the second time around. So a couple months ago in the winter and literally you do like the beginner run. And it's kind of cool because it's kind of like meditative where he's just talking to you as if you're just like chilling with him. And he's like, I want you to run slow. And he's like running slow and he's like, "No, I want you to run like really slow." Like I want you to run so slow that you think that you're not even like running. Really. And the whole the whole idea is like you literally are just running for the time of the guided run and then it's getting used to just running. And that's what a lot of people who are, you know, scared to run or say they can't run. Like that's everyone can run. It's just people don't realize when you first start getting back into it like How slow you have to be and that's just it it helped for like the first week or two
0: that's true do they have like full-blown guided programs like i i'm down to start trying to do dude
1: they're all free
0: yeah no it's really cool i'm down to start trying to do a couple of these guided ones but like is there a thing i can download where like five days out of the week they'll have an actual running program for me that allows me to build towards half marathon full marathon I think so. Yeah, that's really yeah, I got to look into that. That's really cool. I did the same shit every day, like literally just fucking feet to pavement, three to four miles, six days a week at one point is what I was doing.
1: And i would just try that's, to get better
0: time. But like, I do think it is good to switch it up and try different programs and try different things. You know,
1: I know. I mean, it worked for you. And you got a really fast mile time out of it, right? You yeah, were I, think sub I, six. I think
0: I cut into the sub six. Yeah, I was like 550 something was my best mile ever.
1: I want to get back a- into it, man, because
0: I I notice like just just from walking around, I f- I swear to God, it's not a placebo thing. Like I feel out of breath,
1: and I'm just like moving slowly. I know? know. Sometimes I'll go upstairs and like my calves get cramped. I'm like, what? Like <laughs> you're fucking 24 years old. Like, my my what problem you right
0: now is the back left uh, Achilles heel. I feel like there's a little bump in there. And when I walk for like long periods of time, like this weekend, it was just aching, dude. And obviously you get that you checked know,
1: out could yeah. be calcium deposit. Ugh, how do they get rid of that? Actually, I could be really stupid because I'm pretty sure calcium deposits go on bone, not tendons. But
0: well, whatever this is, it's inflamed and I need to put it in a hot ooh, hot tub. Yo, Once I finish my 900 videos today, I can celebrate Memorial Day by laying in the hot tub at my parents place. That's a vibe. That's that's nice. That is definitely a vibe. Yeah, I got a lot of prep because Kylie's birthday is on Thursday. I got to wrap all the presents. I got to get all the dinner arrangements in order. And the last step, I just got to get a nice card and then I'm I'm good. For once in my life, Phil, I didn't wait to the last minute when it comes to getting presents for somebody. And I got to tell you, I understand now why my parents do all their Christmas shopping on Amazon. Because getting shit online is fucking amazing.
1: I know. I feel that because I always feel like a dick when I do get things last minute. But it's like it's not that yeah. it's not like I I value the relationship with the person less. It's just that like I don't know, maybe I'm just making excuses, but I'm so fucking busy. No, I know. <laughs> I know.
0: No, I get I feel the same way. Like there'll be times where my <clears throat> my go-to method for years, and I will not do this ever again, because this prep for her birthday was just such a nice easy process with like ordering things in advance and situating things in advance I would go to the mall like two days before Christmas Eve every fucking year and that's when I would get everybody their gifts and it sucks dude there's fucking people everywhere everybody's grumpy no one's in a good fucking mood yeah you hear the cheery Christmas music but people are out for blood in the fucking mall dude you look at someone the wrong way (laughs) fist fight on site in the
1: middle of fucking Nordstrom
0: don't get me started
1: (laughs) Phil if you fail to plan, you plan to fail, buddy. There it is. There it is. <laughs> it's so annoying with like those small little euphemisms, those sayings, like there's so much truth in some of them, and I'm just like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> there's so much truth, but they're also just like so cliche.
0: I know. People people like overuse uh expressions like that. I Did know. I tell you about the debacle with one of her presents? I can't remember if I brought this up on a member episode or not. I'm not sure. Okay, I'll just tell the story anyway, because if you're not a member, then you definitely didn't hear this. So I'm going to be vague because Kylie might watch this, and I haven't given her the presents yet because it's not her birthday yet. I ordered this item, okay? I wanted to order this item for a bit. I woke up one morning. You ever just wake up, and you're like, I want to buy shit right now? Like, you, you, <laughs> you haven't even woken uh, up
1: yet. You still have the crust in your eyes? <laughs> I mean, it's bad, but what what is that called? It's like when you're depressed and you spend money and it makes you feel better, like a retail therapy situation. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. this
0: wasn't that. I woke up in a great mood, but I was just like, okay, I'm up. I'm gonna order this thing now. So, okay. I grab my phone and I go to the website and I place the order. And you know when you get to that, we all get there. Do you want to check out as a guest or do you want to sit there for extra minutes and make an account? I, I personally never want to make an account.
1: I can't stand doing that.
0: I don't know. The less how you accounts, count. the
1: better. Yeah, I just, so I always go. I'm a go, ghost on the internet.
0: Yeah, I always go check out his guest. So I guess when I was putting in my email, I put in the wrong email because after I purchased the item, I did not get a confirmation email or anything. So I'm like, what the fuck? It went through on my card. It said pending and and I saw the charge. So I'm like, okay, it, it went through. So I contact the online support team and I talked to them and I'm like, hey, I just wanted to see if you guys could pull up this order. I want to make sure that it went through. I don't want to, you know, wait and then God forbid it just doesn't show up. So long story short, they're like, oh, sir, uh, based on the information you've provided, we cannot find the order. But don't worry, the order didn't go through and the charge should go away on your card at about 24 to 48 hours oh god so, here we go <laughs> So me being me I'm like I don't trust it let me call I fucking hate talking to customer service But I'm like I feel like this online Back and forth shit that I even just talk to An actual person named Stephanie Or is this all just a ruse and it's an automated Bot is the AI right. named Stephanie So I call up first of all Their music was fucking crazy Like
1: <laughs> In a club <laughs>
0: Yeah I was like I was in the club and I'm just sitting there Exhausted, just trying to get this all situated. Again, long story short, they tell me, sir, no need to worry. That didn't go through. You're uh, safe to place another order, and you'll be fine. I go, okay, no problem. So I placed another fucking order. This time I put the email in right. A day goes by, two of the same items show up. Oh. <laughs> I go, motherfucker. I not only <laughs> talked to customer support, but I also called. So now I'm like, okay. The did they charge ch- you twice? The charge, Both charges were there still. So now I got to call up again. Third time that I call, I'm like, hi, how you doing? I asked customer service online if the order did go through. They said no.
1: And then I was good to Wait, order another one. I called to make to, sure. Can you type to me the item? Uh, yeah. Oh, give me one sec. And then... <laughs> The audience can base their reaction
0: yeah. well, off. Well, this is why I was—you'll understand why I was bugging out. Oh,
1: yeah. fuck! So, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so two of these show up. This is not like a sm- okay. It
0: was—it was a big present.
1: It was a big present. <laughs> so. So two big presents show up, right? <laughs> and I'm like, what the
0: fuck? Because listen, if, if if two show up and only one charge goes through, I feel like a lucky guy. I'm like, all right, no big deal. But the charges were still there. So I'm like, I don't need two of these. So I call back up. And now this guy apparently is like the greatest customer service rep of all time. He's like, uh, yeah. sir, I'm sorry. Both did go through. You provided the wrong email. So what we're going to do is we're going to walk you through the return process. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, now I have two options. Do I be the guy that flips out and goes, no, I got to take time out of my day to bring this. I'm
1: not bringing it. I'm keeping both of nah, them. No, no, no. You can't do that with... Otherwise, he's he's going to lock you out. He's going to be like, mm, turns out your return policy has just expired.
0: Yeah. So I'm not going to lie. Like I was irritated. And I, I feel like justifiably so because I spoke to two people at the company that told me it didn't fucking go through because obviously I wouldn't have ordered it twice. You know what right. I mean? So... Again, long story short, because this I could have went very long with this story, but I want to keep it brief. I ended up having to like open the box, take out the return label, bring it to FedEx, and they refunded me within like four days. So credit to them, it it came back very quickly. But now I got the one item, and uh, yeah, Thursday I'm very excited. I'm 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 pumped to give Kylie like a a fucking awesome hype birthday. Going to a nice dinner. And uh yeah, the card is the last thing. I'm so I'm so weird with cards, dude. Like Are you gotta write you gotta write on the card. Oh yeah, of course you gotta write on the card. That's the easy part for me. The hard part for me, I get so OCD about the actual card. Mm. I like stand in the fucking card aisle like this for fucking twenty
1: five mm. minutes, just <sighs> No, word of advice. The the actual card doesn't matter. It's what you, it's what you put in the card. Exactly. It's it's the substance, right? That has to be the funniest fucking item to receive two of. <laughs>
0: Bro, it was, it was crazy. And, and I knew. I fucking knew. I, I said to Kylie, too. I was like, don't open uh, the door if anyone rings it today because I have to, like, sign off for stuff that are, that are coming for your birthday. So right when I opened the door and I saw the FedEx guy and he had two of the same box, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> fuck, man. And I knew instantly. So, yep. That was, that was the debacle with the, with one of the presents.
1: That's pretty fucking funny.
0: My life, my life is uh, my life is here to put on display for all of you to find some joy and cheer. You know, yeah. Sharing the messages, Phil. Have you uh, have you seen my my Instagram reels grind lately?
1: I have. I, I can't say I watch all of them because there's a lot, but I, I know what you're doing. There's a lot. Aren't you of, trying to hit, aren't you trying to hit the threshold?
0: Yeah. So again, <laughs> I a lot of the times on the podcast I'll
1: say I'm not sure
0: if. Um, If we talked about this in a member episode or a public episode, I got invited into a reels bonus, which essentially the way this works, there's a little floating piece of lint over here. There's there's a floy. Yeah, there's a floy in the room. Uh, The way this bonus works is that you have a certain amount of days. I believe it's a month to hit a certain threshold. And if you hit that threshold, you can receive the maximum bonus. And I... Didn't really go too hard with it for, like, the first, I'd say, week or first 10 days. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, let me see if I can really hit this. And then I did a reel of uh, one of the um, Pokemon filters where, like, it picks your team. And it went crazy viral. It has, like, 1.8 million views right now. What the fuck? <laughs> and then I just I kept posting. And I was like, yo, these, these reels are doing really well. Like, let me see how many can pop off and I and then I noticed not only was I getting a lot of views and like interaction on the reels, but my my accounts reached on my Instagram. Like my analytics are just all green and through the roof right now. And I've grown a lot of followers and I don't know about you, but like I never have had organic growth on Instagram. It's always just been through, like, people tagging you and then us talking about it on our YouTube or Twitter or whatever. So the fact that I'm, like, growing new people from making these reels, like, it's just, it's a win-win in every category, and I'm having a lot of fun with it, too. Like, it's been fun. I literally today took the most popular reel that I have, and it's called a remix, which is basically, like, um, a duet on TikTok where it puts the two videos next to each other. So I had the idea to take the original team that I had on that 1.8 million viewed video and then make a new team and ask the comments who would win. And it's cool right. because now you see two teams at the same time and then people can obviously interact and say which team do they think is going to win and that one is doing really well so far as well. And honestly, I'm just having fun with it because there's so many filters on reels that you could play around with and effects that it's just... And they don't take a lot of time to make, which is cool. So I'm just like hammering them out. I'm going for two a day. Might start doing three a day. I have like 10 days left to hit the bonus. You're a and fucking nut, bro. I'm doing my best, man. I'm out here.
1: <laughs> so are you going to hit the bonus?
0: Uh, it's going to be tough. It's definitely... It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a large number of views, um I'm really hoping that I can get like 3 or 4 more to just like really pop. If I could get one to get like 5 to 10 million views that that would be fucking clutch. That'd be crazy.
1: Impressions have become so weird to me.
0: Vertical video kind of just flipped impressions on its on its head. I feel like you know? it's juiced. Like I don't feel like it's legit. I just think way more people are watching short stuff. And and we don't even realize it because I'm not sure how long it takes for a view to count on a YouTube video. You want to
1: know something interesting. You know what people were doing on Instagram?
0: No. Well, that's a very vague way to bring it up. I might know.
1: (laughs) In relation to what we're talking about. So basically, they would post a frame of a video, but treat it as a picture. So the impression ticker would tick up so fast while people were just like looking, like scrolling. And it would, it would look like a picture, but it was actually just oh. one frame of a video. And it would get, like, 9 million views. That's crazy. <laughs> and it's it was always, just it's always interesting page. when
0: somebody can find a way to, like, cheat the algorithm, you know? I'm just curious with this real stuff, with the bonus in particular. Will, is this just a one-month thing? Do you have to hit the maximum bonus in order to get, like, renewed? Do you always get renewed? Like, will this just be another form of monetization for me moving forward like I don't have any of these answers I guess I'll find out at the end of the, of the month I have till June 10th I'm pretty sure to hit the ceiling but I mean if I can continue to monetize my Instagram and also grow followers and put out little bite-sized pieces of entertainment that people are enjoying I mean Instagram just went up a ton of pegs as far as like where I'm gonna devote my time to create stuff on that's fucking awesome
1: could you imagine being a Snapchat influencer?
0: <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if if let's say, not if, I'll say when. I like to manifest. When my Instagram gets, you know, five million followers and, you know, every reel gets three million views plus, I'll do Instagram full time. I love vertical video. It's I hate it. Dude. <laughs> it's, I, I don't know what it is. I feel like even since the Vine days, I've always wanted to blow up with that just like quick short form like you pick up your phone you film something type of stuff and what a lot of people say on, uh, on YouTube because I've been researching like how to you know get more views on reels how to maximize the you know the potential for them and make them better and whatever and in a lot of cases I don't know if this is accurate but I'll keep testing a lot of people actually say for the vertical stuff you do want to go quality over or I'm sorry quantity over quality what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> because what was the what was the terminology they used? That just sounds so counterintuitive to everything I stand for. So it's just like I, well, I could the never thing. do you, that. You shouldn't put out something like
0: you're not. This is what what I would say. You shouldn't put out anything that like you're not proud of. But you, you like don't don't upload just nonsense. You know, have it all have a purpose. But at the end of the day, the, this one uh, creator that I was watching was saying is like reels are essentially just like a lottery system in a lot of ways and if you want to give yourself a better chance to win the lottery you would get more tickets therefore if you put out 50 videos in a week versus 25 really really good ones you probably will have a better chance of one of those 50 or more more of those uh more you have more chance to have things blow up essentially and in a lot of ways you can pick up your phone and make a reel in like five minutes and that could potentially get you let's say a million views As opposed to you not doing it or being such a perfectionist to the point where it's just like, because look at it this way. I uploaded that uh, short form content of me and Kylie uh, playing Legends Arceus with the Giratina and it had the rumbling, the AOT song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put that on Reels, TikTok, shorts, everywhere. On Reels it got, I think, like 460,000 views, which is a shitload of views. That video took me no exaggeration. It took me hours to edit, like to get everything perfectly. I did the Pokemon filter one and it got 1.8 million in about a week. And that literally took the, the length of time that the Pokemon pop up, like a minute. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. granted, it's it's different content, but I think there's room for everything. I think there's room for like the short stuff that just take two seconds to make. And I also
1: think there's room for the more highly edited stuff as well, which is cool. It's exciting. I mean, I feel you. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to do the similar thing on YouTube, but like you said, the effort doesn't always translate to like the end result, but. As long as like the your consistent effort is there in whatever you're making, I feel like after a certain time, it's bound to pop. Yeah. and You got to post stuff that you
0: like and that you're proud of. You know what I mean? Because there's there's so many of my drafts that I'm looking at that took me like 30 seconds to make. And I'm like, yeah, I could post this to like get another lottery ticket. But but at the end of the day, like I don't want that on my feed. You know, like if you (laughs) click my reels and you scroll through right now, I love them all. They're all like these cute little silly fucking effects and filters and whatever. And I'm just trying to come up with new ways to build upon that and like do things a little bit differently, like seeing what works, but also putting my spin on it. That's pretty much my mantra with like everything I do with content.
1: Do you hate your old stuff? Like, do you have a bad relationship with it? No, because literally videos I've made like two months ago i'm like ew
0: i'll say this and i've talked about this with the people uh that live in georgia all my friends down there i feel like since i started i i I started 18 in high school so like the content that i made back then it's not like i was seven you know like ryan has some videos on youtube that literally are him when he's like 10 years old and he's like hi everybody welcome back and it's just like filming his ds like my quality, I would argue, has, like, always been there, you know, at least in, like, the PokeTuber space on my YouTube channel. Right. I just—it it takes a while to find your voice and to fit a vibe when you're creating. You know what I'm saying? Like, when, when I go back and watch some of those earlier Let's Plays, I definitely cringe at, like, the delivery and my, like, swag— I didn't have yeah, any yeah. yet. You know what I'm the saying? Cadence
1: so. like the cadence the, and even the voice tonality. A and lot like of the- my
0: content was talking like this for some reason. Okay, <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, go over yeah, here yeah. and
1: grab this pokeball. Oh my
0: God, it's a potion. Really nice, really cool. We love to see that. It's like, why was I doing such a exaggerated narration voice where now most of my content, like if you watch my video and you hear me talk and then you see me in real life, it's the same thing. Obviously it's, more energetic for a video and it also depends what I'm recording. Like I'm not going to go berserk on the podcast where in a let's play video, I definitely might ham it up. But if you, you know, if you meet me and have a conversation with me, it's the same thing now, which maybe that took time for me to just like get comfortable in my own, in my own skin when making content. But that's why I do tell people all the time, just start, even though I still haven't started Nintendo. I, I know I need to take my own advice, but if you just start, you just get better over time. And I guarantee I'll look at my reels in a year's time and be like, "Damn, my reels have gotten way better. My timing
1: has gotten way I, better." I just have that to the extreme, dude. Like I like like I said, two months. Like that's a little absurd. Yeah, no, that's that's crazy. <laughs> I'll be like, "What the like? What was I on? Like, why would I? Why did I make that joke or why did I make that video? I don't know."
0: I think that's a good thing, but also it can be a detriment. Like you know, you you are where you are right now because of that content. You know what I'm saying? And and maybe in your brain, you're like, nah, fuck that. I don't want to be here. I want to be 10 times this. But part of the journey is learning and growing from the stuff that you're making, even at this very moment. Like you might not be 100% proud of the next video that you make, but if you gave it a full effort and you really feel like it's good enough to put out, then when you look back on it, you know, I don't think there should be like a, a feeling of like regret or Like, I wish I would have did this differently because that video is what it is based on when you're working on it. You know what I mean? Which is cool. That's
1: that's a very true point, too.
0: Yeah. It's also just like, and I even did this with the reels when I was first starting um, in this bonus program and, like, trying things Uh out. Like, I would go to film one and I'd be like, "Eh, I'll do this later. And then I would go to pick up my phone and I would, like, do one and maybe I didn't love it and I'd put my phone down and do it later. Now I'm like, nah, fuck that. I'm posting two to three a day and I'm going to figure it out. I have 24 hours to figure it out. And the drafts are your friend, ladies and gentlemen. Stockpile that shit.
1: I watched this really funny video from my friend Meat Canyon. You know Meat Canyon, right? Mm -hmm. He has this video called Steven Universe's Belly. And you know Steven Universe, like the cartoon show? Yes. I didn't, but I clicked on it anyway.
0: I've heard of it. I I, I can't like picture it in my head right now. So it
1: starts out as like, he posted it like two or three weeks ago. And it starts out like a typical Meat Canyon animation video. And then it cuts to an animated version of Meat Canyon drawing the cartoon having writer's block. Uh He's like, "Mm." like, I I don't know. I can't think of anything. And then in comes this mechanical (laughs) snake with like YouTube's head on it. And that's like the algorithm. And it's like, feed me. (laughs) I need videos. And he's like, no, 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 like I can't, I can't. So then like he makes a deal with the YouTube algorithm as like this mechanical fucking beast. And it was basically like one big promotion for his second channel where he's allowed to be a lot more, I don't know, free flowing. He's not restricted to posting a certain type of content, like the highly edited, thought out story animations that he does. And it was interesting because the last line, he's like, I'm so happy that I have to do this to survive being like ironic about it. Yeah. And he laughs. laughs. And it was just like a perfect combination of humor, yet like dark reality of like, Some things in the space you just have to, like, I guess, abide by. I don't know.
0: Yeah, like, you have to stay within the box that is what is working. I I do think, at least now, though, there's so many different avenues to get traction that there are ways to make things that you like making and also have it work.
1: And 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 there's also things,
0: though, that, you know, you fit that cookie cutter thing that's just, like, blowing up right now, and you fucking
1: ride that shit till it doesn't work anymore. That's also a method that works. I know, but I was just saying for him, that thing that works and like has that creative release and he doesn't have pressure is his second channel. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, I, I cringe at this shit because I've never done it. What do you think of people? Have you ever seen like, <laughs> I mean, it's not because you probably know people that do it. It's not, it's not that bad, but it's just, I don't know. I, I don't fly like that. I see a lot of people post, pictures of their editing timelines mm-hmm. where it's just like all the different cuts and shit and you just see like a giant like i'm like just post the work you don't have to like flex on how many fucking layers of edits you have have you see, ever seen I, that i do look at that from a completely different perspective like
0: i like seeing the timeline just to see like visibly because here's the thing when you watch the video and you see everything put together you don't really get the understanding unless you're in the space of like how much went into it. But if you do post a timeline of, if you do post a photo of the timeline, you literally see like the blocks of the cuts and the transitions and the volume right. rising and, and lower lowering. It's like the blueprints and the, and like the skeleton of the video, which I think is cool.
1: I feel like people use that to flex though.
0: <laughs> I th- I think though, like that goes into a bigger conversation of just like anyone posting something to flex, like flex on others is just whack. You know, like, but I don't I don't think in a lot of ways people do that to flex unless they're just like, you know, it depends what they say, I guess, with the timeline photo. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they're just like talking down to people, it's like, nah, fuck that. But if you're just like, yo, I put my fucking blood, sweat and tears into this drop soon. I love that shit. I'm
1: cool with that. I don't know. For some reason, I I guess because like it just irks you. Yeah, like I, I do all that shit, but I don't like ask for validation of I don't know. Just let the work speak for itself. Uh, I'm, I think I'm P-
0: honestly, I'm trying to think of like something that creators do that bothers me, but like I, I think I've actually gotten very good at like not giving a
1: fuck at what anyone else is doing if like it's not what I'm doing. Oh if- my god, dude. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll give you one example. I'm not going to put him on blast, but this one big creator, like he, he's fucking big. He like wasn't feeling well, so he like his voice was all fucked up. And he was, like, showing people how much effort he's putting into the video by, like, he posted a clip of him, like, trying to get the video out or, like, sound good. It's like, oh, like, I'm working, guys. It's just like, shut the fuck up.
0: (laughs) I, I already know your mentality, and we've talked about it before. You're on that TDR, baby. You're on that
1: speak softly but carry a big stick. Yeah, like, we don't need to know that, dude. Do you know how many times... Like, I felt like shit and just had to do something. Like, that's just part of the real fucking world.
0: <laughs> like. Yeah, I I definitely, I don't really, me personally, I don't really post when I'm not feeling well unless it keeps me from doing the thing on
1: that, like, due date. It would be like as if you're filming, like, a Nintendo video or a Let's Play video. And it was a clip of you doing the intro and then, like, having a frog in your throat and being like, oh, shucks. Like, oh, man. <laughs> And then like putting a caption like, "See, guys, I'm trying for you," like,
0: yeah, no, I (sighs) mean, again though, like, I wouldn't do that, but like, that doesn't bother me. I'm just kind Uh, of in this mentality (laughs) that, like, yo, like, we're on our own ships, right? And we're all on in this ocean. And me, me, and you were on the yachts, obviously. Like, we got two yachts. Like, we're vibing. I'm on
1: fucking Davy Jones's. Sunken ship.
0: Okay. Phil's f- 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 on a sunken wooden ship. I'm on a yeah. yacht. All right. We're just chilling. We're vibing. I don't care what the boat next to me is doing. Now, if I'm in like a little canoe, right? And I'm fucking canoeing and I look over and I see Jeff Bezos on his fucking absolute continent of a boat. And
1: I go, huh? <laughs> you mean Mr. Beast? <laughs> yeah.
0: I go, huh? And I'm growing. I go, that seems to be working. I want to yeah. do that and put my own spin on it. That way I can upgrade from the canoe. That mm. to me, like I look for like the positive shit to, to cherry pick. But I'm not gonna like, you know, be in my canoe and look over at the guy next to me and be like, man, fuck that guy. I hated that tweet. Unless it affects me in some way, like directly, you know. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel know. like I, I mean, got
1: that I got that tunnel vision, dude. I'm I don't have like a toxic, like uh I only take out the negative of the shit. It's just I'm just saying things that like irk me. I feel like for it me in this metaphor. For me in this metaphor. It's just tasteless to me. I don't I don't know.
0: You also have like a very, um, and this is just me like playing devil's av- avocados, but you don't really have a Twitter where you're like updating people on anything. You you just like have like a very like, um, it's just com- like at least your l- last couple tweets. It's just like comedy, like poking yeah, fun yeah. at <laughs> an email you'll get about an NFT sponsor to eat my sack. <laughs> no, that, that's you know, true, like, that's it's, true. It's, it's very. Where other people treat their Twitter as like a little journal for their followers yeah, yeah. to read. It's like, yo, I'm doing this right now. We'll do this later. Like little updates. You're just like posting, you know, I don't want to say shit posts, but like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> In like a way, a, yeah. Yeah. Like just like being silly and like mocking things.
1: Yeah. No, it is a little bit
0: shit posty for sure. What is the, even the definition of shit post? I feel like that just comes across
1: like you're posting shit. That's not what I mean. It's like, like silly, um... I think there's levels of irony in shit posting.
0: I just like memes, me- meme yeah. stuff,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah like for YouTube sure.
0: YouTube the other day posted a uh, a sandwich with like a bunch of layers, and it was like, "What is the perfect game?" and it had like the story, the characters, all these different things on the sandwich. And I just tweeted to them, "I I just want the sandwich." I thought I that was hilarious, that. but like it didn't get that much traction. I was like, "Damn, I'm surprised." I'm surprised. <laughs> like sometimes I think for sure something will do well, and it won't. But then something else will just, for whatever reason, catch fire. And I'm like, huh, I should pay more attention to that.
1: (laughs) You just never do.
0: (laughs) What's your opinion on if content, I, I feel like I might know your opinion just based on your past and like what you've transitioned to. But let's say you do content A, content B, content C. You got three different styles of things that you're doing.
1: Okay, so fitness fill, commentary fill,
0: and docu fill. Okay, so I already know what you're going to (laughs) say. If
1: if, uh,
0: content A blows the fuck up on one particular video, whether it's long form, whether it's vertical, short, whether it's a podcast, whatever. Do you then focus all of your attention to A and just ride that wave and just keep doing what's working over and over and over and over? Or do you say, I want to just keep this well balanced and I'll touch that when I feel like I want to
1: touch that? Well, what's your goal? For me right now, honestly, just follower growth. Well, then whatever blows up, you have to squeeze out the milk. You got to milk it. Milk it like a cow, baby. Like, for example, my video. Uh, The cult of Jared Leto. Mm -hmm. A smart thing to do. And I probably will do it. Now that that title popped off and people know what to expect in that content. If I find another figure that has a similar story or similar dark themes that I can extrapolate and turn into a video, then I'll probably name it the cult of and then with the same thumbnail style. It's the same thing with the fitness flop. It's the same thing with the steroid thing. Same shit.
0: By the way, that that Jared Leto video. I almost feel like if you would have even posted it this week, it would have. Gotten even more views. Have you seen no. what's going on Twitter? Right now? Dude, I don't understand what <laughs> hey, this the hell is like, going on with have Jared Leto again. Yeah, like yeah, it has like a second wind And I, I'd be curious if you check your analytics. I guarantee there's another spike, or at least it's trending upward. Now the new thing is that there's a Morbius sequel, and apparently like his new phrase is going to be "It's Morbin time." No way. <laughs> and there's all these edits where like, well, it's not real. Like people, um, unless I'm just fucking crazy. From what I understand, just people memeing it. And there's like this clip where Venom is like, I am Venom. And then it cuts over to Morbius and he goes, it's Morbin time. And the crowd goes wild in the theater. Like, And people, for whatever reason, are just, they're so obsessed with this Jared Leto Morbius shit right now.
1: It's just the meme culture. You you can't beat it. Dude, it's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. The problem is, I think Jared Leto will... I don't think he... I really do not think he has the wherewithal to understand that it's like a meme. I truly believe that he thinks that people love Morbius. I,
0: I don't know how you could think that. I mean, I'm sure Buddy. there are people that do love it, but the masses Dude, definitely did not enjoy that movie. This guy's
1: God complex? I'm, I'm not kidding is some of the craziest shit you'll ever see that's what happens when you're 50 years old and you look like you're 25 you just you get that it's morbin morbid time <laughs> it's
0: morbid time baby it's just Ugh. it's I, I still haven't seen Morbius which that'll tell you everything you need to know about Morbius because you know me with comic book movies like I'm always there the fucking opening night I got my popcorn I got my diet coke I'm ready Yo, to check fucking this rock out ready on.
1: oh shit that goes hard the Avengers cup. Is that a mug? It's a, it's a mug. It's my go-to. Uh, it's honestly my go-to mug just because of the shape of it. It's very cylindrical and tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a nice thickness. Nice. And my sister, I just stole it from her apartment, so.
0: Dude, I love stealing shit from family members. I'm going to go by my parents' place today when I'm done recording and just see what I can cherry pick from the fridge. But every time I
1: wake up, I drink it and I say, it's morbid time. Yeah, yeah,
0: And then you morph into a vampire yeah i've seen other tweets too where it's like name another vampire that's not dracula morbius and like everyone all their replies just morbius like he's (laughs) just he's the goat he's the best vampire out there right now apparently it's
1: also just the name like morbius morb it's so stupid (laughs) but the
0: weird this is the weird thing if it was like a new property I, I could understand it more, but Morbius is, like, a pretty well-known comic book character in the Spider-Man universe, but now it's just a Jared Leto meme. And I don't know if, like, the movie would have had the same... No, no, I'll say definitively, I do know. If Jared... Like, let's say it wasn't Jared Leto as Morbius. I yeah. feel like people would have just said, yeah, the movie's not good, it would have died off, move on. But For fact some that reason, Jared there's Leto. this... There's this perfect Jared Leto storm where it just... <laughs> It has a life of its own. And they probably will make a sequel. Yeah. The movie the movie didn't like do horribly. I think it actually made a lot of money, with all things considered.
1: It's kind of lucky, honestly. Craziness. Like even, even when something is shit, like collectively looked down upon, they're still gonna kill it because they have that meme culture.
0: The internet's just wild, dude. No one could have no one could have seen this coming. No one could have seen this, Phil. Nobody. It's morbid time. <laughs> it's morbid time, baby. Ugh. Have you Have you seen it yet for research purposes? No, I haven't. Shit, yo, you gotta watch that. I think I might. Uh, I think I might sink my teeth into that show that
1: Christopher told us about this evening. <laughs> well, let me check up. Let me because I know a couple Jared Leto videos that may or may not have popped off. Let me see if they have popped off.
0: What do your analytics look like? Does it Does it look like anything has?
1: Now nah, my video is kind of stalemated. Stalemated? It's at 1.2 mil. Okay, so that one's at 130k. Let's see. Uh, Eddie Burback, he went to go see Morbius five times. <laughs> it's crazy. It's at 1.5 mil. Yeah, I, I think it definitely still has some wind in it. Insane.
0: Morbius, yeah. how to get bullied by the internet, anatomy of a failure. It's a video by this guy, uh, film Filmento. Screen junkies, honest trailer reviews, Morbius Oh, that's gonna be amazing Yeah, someone just
1: put out a video two days ago It's Morbin (coughs) Time (laughs) Oh my god I feel like if I were to just make a new A follow up video and just title it It's Morbin Time It would
0: pop the fuck off (laughs) I would fucking die laughing if you put out a video About It's Morbin
1: Time That'd be incredible
0: Do it, I support this I want a
1: cameo It would skyrocket me out of the 600k's be crazy
0: tonight i'm hitting uh, 700k the video that you're putting out uh tomorrow where are you at with that one
1: in terms of like creatively or like when's when's it coming out
0: like when is it dropping well obviously it has to drop before the end of the month but like are you close right now to like getting that finished
1: yeah i think it's 18 minutes long and i've edited 13 minutes of the 18 minutes all right there you go It's good i went from nine minutes so it's kind of an interesting story. I've been, this is a, I've shown you this video months back as the prototype for the new Phileon style. Mm. And you're like, wow, I like this. Yeah, I remember. I finally decided to finish that video. It's time. So it was halfway done already. Yesterday I went back in and did the second half of it, recorded it, nice, edited it. This morning I'm polishing and doing all the B-roll and sound design and shit. Very nice. I'm
0: excited to see it pop up in my sub feed.
1: Nah, I probably won't because YouTube likes to do this thing where they limit the ads on my videos and then they age restrict it retroactively like five days later, right as it's getting steam. So probably won't. You Did probably they ever won't get back
0: to you on the last video? Was there any positive
1: news with that or anything? Four days later, they said, uh, yeah, we, we're sticking with our decision. It's age restricted because of nudity and subject. So... Sub- suggestive themes. I'm like, there's no nudity, first of all. Second of all, like... Like, you can argue this, like, fucking piece by piece. I can show them 30 videos that have either actual nudity in it or themes that are way more graphic and sexual in nature than, say, mine, but, I, like, I don't know what to do.
0: It's so... It must It must just be an automated thing where, like, when you start to get a couple of the yellow... uh Ticks instead of the green ticks, they just like look heavier into what you're doing because I just, I don't understand why you keep getting this, this happening to you. It's crazy. There's so much absurd shit on YouTube. It's
1: insane. Like, and the analytics speak for itself, right? So the Terry Richardson video, it started off 10 out of 10, meaning the worst performing out of the last 10. Over two days, 48 hours, it climbed to three out of 10. Just because... Number one, it wasn't being recommended because for whatever reason, like there's that disconnect between what you want to make and what your audience wants to see and what YouTube thinks you're making. So eventually when people started clicking on the video and the watch time was so long because it's a cohesive, well-made video, it started gaining traction and getting pushed more. When it got hit with the age restriction, it went from three out of 10 to now six out of 10. Yeah. It just (laughs) like like, like chokes it
0: out. So yeah, hopefully this behemoth—not the next one that's dropping, but the one after that—hopefully that one just goes through the stratosphere.
1: Hopefully they both ben, go through the stratosphere. We'd love I'm to not, see that. I'm not kidding. I will break the internet. It's time. <laughs> no, that, like, it, like that's like, a, like that's a strong you. statement right there. The internet will be broken. <laughs> will news it be, articles re- will it ever
0: be repaired. That's
1: the question. Or is it news stay articles broken forever will be written. That's all I'm going to say.
0: This could be how you get your verification everywhere if they write a lot of news articles about you. True. This is it. Also, last note before we wrap it up. Eminem did put out the expanded edition and we got uh, a song that was unreleased. And the cool thing about this is that he recorded vocals for it from today's time. So you have new Eminem and old Eminem on the same track. And it's, it's fucking awesome. It's very, What's very What's cool. called? It's uh, Mike, no, Brian, Larry, and Mike. Hold on, let me just double check. <laughs> it's just, just a bunch of names. names. Jimmy, Brian, and Mike. Yeah, definitely, definitely check it out because it's very, very catchy. It's very, very good. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching this episode of The Sunday Sauce. Thank you for letting us simmer the sauce a little bit longer. We hope you had a lovely Memorial Day, a great long weekend. Comment down below what you guys want us to discuss in the next episode. We will be back for the meatballs on Wednesday. $4.99 a month gets you exclusive content. We have over a year's worth of exclusive content behind that paywall so check it out phil any final words say hello to your
1: grandmother for me and it's morbin time it's morbin time we love you guys we'll see you next time peace